0: Hey Graham, we're back. Isn't that crazy? We are? I can't believe it. I know. Everyone's going, what? This is kind of like a soft launch announcement that you and I are gonna be doing new episodes of Pumpkin Spice Podcast. If you didn't, if you couldn't tell, Graham, in your podcasting app on your phone, recently all of the episodes you and I did in like 2016 and 2017 reappeared from the dead.
1: Wait a minute, does that mean the holiday episodes as well?
0: I'm glad you asked because no, they did not reappear. I kept those to myself until today, until this moment here. It is the holiday season 2022, and I figured why not re-release three holiday-themed episode, December-specific holiday-themed episodes that we recorded many years ago in no particular order, Better Watch Out, a movie known as Christmas Evil, and Black Christmas. Now, two of those movies, our buddy Max joined us on as a guest. It was a lot of fun. Hope you're doing well, Max, and still making great music. Uh, But Graham, what would you have to say about
1: all three of these movies? Well, sometimes uh, during Christmas you open up packages and you don't know what anything is, and some are good and some are bad. But the episodes are all great. Maybe not all the movies are great. But don't miss uh, Christmas Evil. If you're a fan of Fiona Apple, her dad plays the serial killer Santa. So check that out.
0: Yeah, definitely. And this is just a present from you and I to the audience to say that in 2023, you will be getting new episodes starting with Prison. Rennie Harlan Masterpiece. All right, Graham, I've got to go sip on some cocoa, and I know you've got to do the same. Enjoy whichever film you're about to hear us talk about, because this is the same intro for all three of these holiday episodes.
1: Yes, uh, we could have done three, but we decided to do one because this one was so good.
0: This intro might be one of the best intros we've ever done, Graham.
1: Yes, so this is us at our absolute best.
0: I bet you can't wait for prison. Anyway, we'll see you next year with brand new episodes. Uh, Take it away, us. Welcome to Pumpkin Spice Podcast. It's a holiday spice treat since uh, we've already done the the uh, autumn one. Graham, I'm Rob Schulte. You're Graham Young. I just Let's just get into this. How are you?
1: Uh, I'm doing good, Rob. Uh, happy Kwanzaa, or Christmas, or Hanukkah, or, or, or nothing, whatever you celebrate. Uh, happy that. Now, it's been a minute. You've gotten
0: your, your toes in some interesting ponds lately.
1: Yeah, well, December is really busy just because uh, I helped a friend of mine shoot a feature film, uh, and we did it in about two weeks, which is just insane. Um and then um I was a key grip on another film in December so I'm finally kind of getting back to normal. Staying pretty busy here in Austin, Texas.
0: What was the film about?
1: It's a movie called Ultimate World, and it's about uh, a man that goes to an ultimate world. Okay. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, I know. I I really sold it there, but no, it's a it's a great film and um. Again, my friends uh, Spencer and uh, Nathaniel, who uh, I think Spencer might be listening to this, uh, did an incredible job, and the experience was fantastic. So I thank them for allowing me to be a part of it.
0: Well, that's exciting. Graham, what are some Christmas holiday horror films that you always like to revisit?
1: Well, the one we watched last year, uh, Christmas Evil, is my absolute favorite.
0: Well, let's get a little background, just in case some people didn't listen to that. Uh what's some of your favorite parts about that one?
1: you know we have this this person the the main character in the film who's this uh you know this murderer essentially he's done some terrible things he's dressed up like Santa Claus he believes he is Santa Claus, and um he's murdered people, and I believe at the end of the movie, Rob, the cops come in to arrest him, but they can't because the kids sort of surround him and protect him from the police officers and then the movie just kind of ends where it's just like. You know what? Sure, this guy murdered a couple of people, but the kids love him, so who cares? The kids love him. Let's keep him. Yeah, it's it's a really wonderful movie. And to quote one of my favorite filmmakers of all time, uh, John Waters. Uh, he's actually the reason how I found out about Christmas Evil, and uh, he said it's a really heartwarming Christmas horror movie that I recommend for the whole family to really be appalled by on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and I think that's the perfect uh, description for Christmas evil. So that would be my number one. What about you, Rob?
0: That's the same. I always I love that it's still on YouTube because any sort of hard copy version of this is like thirty bucks
1: on Amazon. Ah, uh, that's a yeah. bummer. But it's free on YouTube. There you go. So just go to YouTube to watch. and watch this masterpiece from nineteen eighty. I think
0: it really is. It is. You can tell someone really wanted to make this movie.
1: Yeah, it's basically like it's a filmmaker that is not, not only loves Christmas, but is also a psycho. And they made a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, okay, yeah, this movie is uh, bizarre and nuts and out there and weird. But you sort of learn to accept it, which is something I could not do for the movie that we're going to discuss later in this episode.
0: Let's just get into it right now. Okay. Um, this was a, a listener's suggestion we watched "Better Watch Out" from 2016. Now, before Graham, I, I know you're you're looking at me like you want to jump in here. Uh-huh. The movie was given to me as a suggestion after I said nothing jumps out at me as a new horror film around Christmas time. And this was a, this conversation was coming from like Krampus when that came out last year. I was <laughs> like, and this uh, this guy was like, well, you know. I watched this and it has an interesting spin and I don't want to hype it up too much, but you might find some sort of entertainment value when watching it. And I did. I found some entertainment value, but no, it did not, was not uh, one of my favorites.
1: Well, I think our listener is correct in the, in the sense that it did have an interesting twist. I'll say interesting. Um, it did not work for me at all. Um, here's the, here's the thing. I can't be too hard on this film because an attempt was made, right? Yes. And they tried to do something different. It just didn't work for me. Some of our listeners may watch this or may have already watched it and, uh, disagree with my opinions,
0: uh, on the film. So let's paint a little bit of a picture. here. Sure. This babysitter, Ashley travels to the suburban home of the Learners. To babysit their 12 year old son, Luke, at Christmas time. She must soon defend herself and the young boy when unwelcomed intruders announce their arrival. Now, of course, we're not trying to hide anyone, hide any story from anyone. The young man, Luke, the 12 year old, has like set this whole thing up because he's psychotic. And I think that's the attempt you're talking about.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So what's set up, this film is set up, it's like a home invasion movie. It turns out that the kid loves this babysitter um, and his motivations are really unclear to me. And, yeah. and, he, and so he kidnaps her and then he takes, he, he convinces her last two boyfriends to come to the house and so he can kill all three of them for some reason. Because he's in love with her. Okay, I, I get that. I get that.
0: Do you like pilots? Do you hate pilots? Are you indifferent to pilots? Have you ever met a pilot? Have you ever flown your own plane? They get uploaded. They're uploaded to YouTube. They're all on YouTube. They're right there just for you for free nobody's watching them why would you watch them but guess what there's two people that love to watch them it's Stuart and joe we watch them so you don't have to we're putting in the work we've got cow people we've got reincarnated dogs we've got wizard superheroes we've got extremely short private investigators hobo probate law we've got a dog with the brain of a man and a man with the brain of a dog we tell you not only what happens why it happened who it happened to what happened after and why it stinks so come watch piloting error Well don't watch it come stand behind me in my basement while we make the show could you bring me another beer what's the network only on the bridge burner color
1: wherever console. you're getting your
0: podcasts
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. The movie sort of builds... And I'm sorry if we're skipping around all over the place on this film. But the movie sort of builds itself as that this kid has this master plan. And he's going to get away with everything. And then things just get out of control. And you're like, the whole house is a crime scene that he's going to totally get busted. There's no way that the cops are going to ignore the fact... Like, they they build it up that he has... uh, a sleepwalking disorder. But that doesn't mean that he would sleep through all these murders. Like, the end of the film, just, it, look, an attempt was made. So I don't want to be too hard on this film, but it doesn't really add up to much, and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Rob, can you make any more sense of this?
0: Well, I think that uh, it really seems like the creators knew what they were doing when they make it, or when they made it. And... I think it was made for fun, and they got financing for it, so let's actually make this new Christmas horror film. I don't know where the disconnect is, though, from wanting to have fun and wanting to have like this very toxic young man. Um, it would be cool if there was... Just another element that gave any sort of explanation on this psychotic young boy,
1: or a build-up at all, anything, yeah. <laughs> anything. Yeah. And like we, we've talked about Halloween, and how there is no explanation for Michael Myers' uh, insanity, and that kind of leads to um, uh, this mysterious sort of vibe, and it's kind of why we all come back to Halloween. But this it's is also a, a character that we never see the face or hear the voice of, yeah, exactly, and it's it this is a completely different thing, and for us to accept the fact that this this child uh is capable of murdering not only the love of his life but his best friend and two other people, it's just like, oh, by the way, this kid's crazy, like none of it was built up, none of it was um out there for the audience to sort of uh, kind of take in and, and, uh, and digest it. It just, um, it was just, it's a really weird film. And it was a little too, like
0: the picture was too crisp for me, if that makes sense.
1: Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, Rob for the, the first act of better watch out. I had to keep on reminding myself that I was watching a film and not a, um, primetime network show. Yeah. That that even lighting, right, throughout the house, it's very uncinematic and it just felt like a television show. Um towards the end they do some stuff with lighting that um is a little bit more cinematic, but for the most part this is just a um it looks like a made for TV movie at best.
0: Okay, we've been kind of harsh on it, though.
1: Let's try to find some positives. Rob, can you find a positive in Better Watch Out?
0: I felt like I knew what I was getting into, but I did not call that twist with the young man. So when that happened, it was like, I had a level of like, oh, where's this going to go? And it kept my attention. Um, And then one of the new characters from Stranger Things was in the film towards the end. And that was kind of fun to see. A character that you've only seen decked out in like very stereotypical 80s garb looking like a, you know, like
1: fashionable high school senior. Wait, so which one is the kid from Stranger Things? I haven't seen Stranger Things. I'm sorry. Um, So you
0: then you wouldn't you wouldn't know anyway.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, But he's the you're talking about the kid at the very
0: end that was the one that gets that uh, hangs from the tree. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, he's a he's a new villain, but in the sense of non supernatural villain. Okay, in the season two of Stranger Things.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm sort of pretty much caught up on film, but television, I'm I'm really behind. So, um, I I did not catch that, but Rob, I agree with you on the on the, with the fact that uh, the twist overall doesn't work for me at all. But I didn't see it coming. Yep, and. It's kind of dumb, but yeah. but I didn't see it coming. Yes, so there what you gotta go. To get at it's like
0: I'm just just throwing something off the top of my head. If it was the same twist, but it turns out the kid was an evil Christmas elf, mm-hmm. that would open up a different branch of storyline rather than just some twelve year old boy, psychotically in love with his babysitter. Like that's that's like the workshop meeting that that you'll be like okay we'll come back to this later but like this is kind of like the idea we're going for yeah yeah and who's that uh, weed smoking friend of his
1: um I don't know uh that that was one of the elements of the story that bothered me the most um because that kid really um well let, let me say this Rob I think all of the acting was was pre- for the most part pretty good um my problem is wait the way the characters were written and the best friend character just didn't really have a personality at all. Besides let's smoke some dope and I'll just go along with my friend on his stupid scheme. But he never had any reason to be invested in the crime himself
0: at all. They kind of like back up towards the end. be like, well, remember that time he helps you with this. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't involve multiple murders.
1: Yeah. This is like, this is murder. You know, it's that's, that's the worst thing ever. And and they uh, try and convey that, like, in the scene, but it just falls flat. It, it does. Yeah. Now, Rob, what I don't get um, is, so I went on Rotten Tomatoes just to kind of get see what other people thought, what kind of critics' uh, interpretations of the film were. And it has an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. I have no idea how that happened. I don't know. I don't know how that happens, but it happens.
0: Is there something that we're not getting... Are we looking at this too much on the surface? I'm assuming that there
1: was some buzz. Um, Yeah, I don't know why uh, critics sort of fell in love with this film. Um, I was underwhelmed, and I'm still going to stick with Christmas Evil as far as my horror Christmas uh, dramedy goes.
0: Me too, me too. So Christmas Evil is still the reigning champ of... Holiday horror we tried. better watch out to see if it could take the crown, and it, it just couldn't live up. It's maybe more of the court jester.:
1: But we appreciate a- our um, listeners giving us feedback, and uh, absolutely. That was, was, was great. Um, Rob, I have a quick question for you. I made a post asking our listeners what is their favorite horror film of the 21st century from any country. I think there were a lot of people that responded to that, but I don't remember, I don't think you did. And I yes, was ask, I did. Oh, you did? Okay, then I just didn't see it. So what is your favorite horror film of the 21st century, Rob? Off the top, when I was
0: commenting there, I said The Witch. Okay. Because I enjoy a like a period drama. I don't know, it's fun to put yourself in that position. And then you're kind of om- almost open to tell any sort of folklore tale. And I love folklore.
1: The Witch feels like it's the director's sixth or seventh film. Like it's very, uh, he's a very confident filmmaker. And it just feels like he's um, in the peak of his career. And when I looked up on IMDb, that was actually his first film. Wow. And so I was very impressed. I mean, that's a damn excellent uh, first film from a director. I can't wait to see his sixth. Yes, or seventh. Um, but yeah Rob The Witch is excellent and that's a very good choice
0: what did you say what was yours uh,
1: Um, Antichrist Antichrist uh, yeah and The Witch is right up there Um, Rob I was going to throw this out uh, to our listeners uh, that wanted to give us some feedback let us know your favorite horror film of the 21st century Uh, maybe it's something that Rob and I haven't seen yet and you could really do us a solid by recommending a solid horror film
0: yeah, because we want to do a few more of these episodes before next season, but now that you know the Holiday Spice episodes are done, we're pretty much open for anything.
1: Yes, and we do mean anything.
0: All right, make sure that you uh, <laughs> like and subscribe yeah. on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and review if you enjoy the show. We've got a episode we've got a discussion group that you can request access to take a look pumpkin spice podcast Graham, it's been a a good 2017
1: yes it's been a good 2017 2018 Uh, for the for the
0: podcast i mean everything else has been garbage
1: yes yeah the, the, the the world is in decay